Y'all, we live in difficult times. There's war, political unrest, the pandemic, poverty, families being torn, communities ripped by gun violence and people dying every day. Police, injustice, it's all bringing so much pain. But y'all, we can look inside our minds and we can understand who we are, become better, and do this thing like we've never done it before. But it all starts with our mental health and I know we can do it. I believe in you because I believe in me and I believe in us. Hello, and thank you for joining in for another episode of Therapy is Life, where thinking, feeling, and experiencing well-being is what we do. Today, we have a very important show for you. You really got to listen to this. I'm serious because we're going to talk about health and fitness and some things we can do, some habits we can create to help us have a more mentally fit and physically fit life. Listen, being physically fit is such an important part of our mental health. We need to stay active. When we're not active, it means the blood is not flowing in our bodies. And so we don't feel as good. Many times when people come in my office and start talking about anxiety and start talking about depression and other various mental health concerns, I oftentimes want to evaluate their activeness, their movement, their physical fitness, because it's such an important part of our overall well-being and mental health. So listen, y'all, we're going to jump into this. First thing I want to say is we have to believe that we can do it because if we don't believe that we can actually be physically fit, it's hard to get in that place. And understanding that being physically fit is a process that takes some time. And we don't have to think like, oh, my God, I'm going to go out and work out one day and I'm just going to get there. No, we have to work at it a little bit every day, every day. So, number one, I think it's important for us to not make excuses. Look, my knee is hurting. My, uh, my neck is hurting. I, I don't get enough sleep. I don't have time. Uh, there's something going on with me. No, y'all, we have to stop and make time for our physical fitness. Because if we don't make time for, for it, time will get away from us and we'll never do it. And it's important to understand habits are created through practice. We can't create habits if we don't do things and create a routine for doing it. So don't make excuses. Jump into it. Get into a routine and make it happen. No excuses. Secondly, I think it's important that we're not worried about hmm, getting sweaty. How many times have people said to me, look, I don't want to get sweaty, man. I don't work out because I don't want to get sweaty. I mean, obviously, we work out to get our bodies moving, to push ourselves, right? To, to feel better and to be more fit. So we're going to get sweaty. And if you're trying to avoid it, you're not going to benefit from working out. So we got to be okay with getting sweaty. Maybe you'll take a shower after the fact. But if you're super concerned about it, listen, you won't reap the benefits of fitness because we can't do anything. We can't change anything without our body 
responding to the physical experience of the workout. It's important that we set goals. Everybody can't go out and just run two miles or lift 145 pounds or do tons of cardio. No, we have to start slow, especially if we haven't been doing any type of physical activity. So it's important for us to start maybe with a walk. I oftentimes tell people who are not active at all, start with a walk, maybe two or three times a day, 15 minutes a piece. You'll, you'll be amazed about how in time that will help you feel better and will set you up to be uh, prepared for more physical activity. Maybe we want to lose a certain amount of weight. Well, we have to look at ourselves, understand our bodies and realize our metabolism and realize, you know, losing a lot of weight really quickly may not be uh, a fair thing to do. So we have to set goals that allow us to build momentum and get where we're trying to go. Sometimes it might be critical for us to create things that we might call like smart goals, things that are measurable, specific and measurable, things that we can do over time. So maybe I walk for 15 minutes for the first month, maybe in another month, I do 20 or 25 minutes. Maybe I start running and I, I have a goal to run one mile. And then maybe in a couple of months, I move to the two mile mark. And it's critical that I, I manage my pace. So it doesn't seem too hard. A lot of people get discouraged because the goals, they make them so difficult that they be so woe out, so tore down. And it's like, oh, my God disappointed because they have all these expectations to do really well. And when they, it doesn't happen that way, they stop, they shut down, and now they're not doing anything at all. So it's critical for us to create realistic goals that we can actually build on and work towards. Look, people, we are designed to move, so we have to do it. Listen, y'all, if we're going to really achieve our goals, I think it's important for us to hold ourselves accountable. We have to check in with ourselves and make sure that we do the things we say we're going to do. Because I'm telling you, at work, we're going to be held accountable. At home, we're going to be held accountable. So we have to hold ourselves accountable and make sure that we do what we need to do. There's nothing like self-accountability, right? When we hold ourselves accountable for things, we're probably going to do a better job at getting things done. In fact, as a therapist, so much of what I try to encourage people to do in order to improve their mental health is to hold themselves accountable for the things they have concerns about because when they do that, they, they tend to get better. The same thing with fitness. When we hold ourselves accountable, we are aware of the things that may get in the way of us taking care of our fitness and we manage those things, then we can stay on task and accomplish our fitness goals. It's very critical that we do that. I think one of the motivation factors around working out is having realistic goals, right? But being able to celebrate things when you find yourself doing better. So maybe you can only walk for 15 minutes, but now I'm walking for 30 minutes. Maybe you can only run that one mile and initially maybe you could only run it at 12 minutes but now you're running it at 10 minutes and I think that's about the average time or or even better maybe 
Maybe you've lost some weight. Celebrate those things. Make a big deal out of those small things because that motivates you. That gives us more confidence so we can move on to the next things. Because if we don't celebrate those small victories, it's going to be difficult to get to those major big victories. We definitely have to be able to do that. Of course, believe it or not, I've read somewhere many times over many articles there's, there, it's, it's critical that we eat breakfast. We got to eat breakfast. Breakfast provides us the energy. It's the first meal of the day. You don't have to eat a whole lot, but it gives us calories. It gives our brain energy so we can do the physical and mental work. When people skip breakfast, I guess it puts us in a state where we don't have the energy we need to get the fitness work that we should get in. So stop Create a routine for breakfast so you can be better prepared for your workout. And remember, your bones, your muscles, your brain all need energy. It all needs nutrients so it can be most effective in operating. When we don't give our body nutrition and energy, it's hard for us to perform at our best. Along with that, you know, we talk about, you know, taking in fluids, man. But there's nothing like drinking water. We need to drink water summer, winter, day and night. We got to drink the water. Water helps our brain function properly. Some people have issues with their mood. They may have anxiety. They may have depression. And one of the major causes for these symptoms may be the lack of water intake or dehydration. So it's important for us to take in water because it helps us not only to feel better, but it also helps us perform better. So we can get out there, we can work out, and we can do our thing. Y'all hear me? Seriously, I'm not joking at all. Drink plenty of water. Water, you know, we talk about it all the time, but it's so important in maintaining physical, mental, and emotional health. Of course, a lot of people talk about this next one. I hear it all the time. I hear it all the time. I hear people talk about snacks, food. It's important to have healthy foods in your home because if you got junk food, you're probably going to eat it. A lot of people come into my office complaining about what they eat. Do you complain about what you eat? They say they're eating snacks, unhealthy snacks, things they shouldn't be eating. Well, if you don't want to eat bad things, things that are unhealthy, fill your house up with things that are healthy. Fruits, granola, nuts, Things that you can eat as you go that might actually help improve your mood. I understand there has been some studies that suggest that almonds may actually help help improve our mood, help us feel better. Um, of course, eating fruits can get us going. Apples can do wonders for us, but we have to keep those kind of things around. If we're eating those snacks that just fill us up, empty calories, that just make us feel groggy and down, we're less likely to get our fitness in. And besides, when we eat healthy and we work out, we're more likely to maintain our fitness goals because we feel better and we're more motivated to actually get out there and do what we are trying to do. So please take out time to work it out. I think it's critical that we prioritize our mental health. So we've been talking about eating, we've been talking about exercising, we've been talking about working out. People who are concerned about their fitness tend to be also concerned about their mental health. And it's important that we keep ourselves together. It's important for us to maintain our mental health and working out and being fit helps us reduce episodes of 
anxiety and depression and symptoms from PTSD. That's right. So when we maintain our mental health, it helps us to put our fitness and overall health in the right place. When we maintain our mental health, we're more likely to go to the doctor. When we maintain our mental health, we are more motivated to maintain our physical and emotional health. Because when we don't do it, we're less likely to be engaged in that process. And remember, as I said earlier, physical fitness also helps improve our mental health. So it has a circular relationship. We engage in trying to manage our mental health so we can be more motivated towards fitness. But fitness motivates us, helps us feel better, so we're less likely to have issues with anxiety, depression, or even PTSD or other mental health concerns. So let's always be aware of our mental health and try to work towards improving it. It's critical that we do that. So in essence, I'm encouraging everyone to be engaged in your physical health because when you're moving, when you're engaging, you create routines that you keep and you hold yourself accountable, watch your food intake, get plenty of water, you can do a whole lot to improve your physical health and your mental health. Thank you for joining this episode of Therapy is Life, where thinking, feeling, and experiencing well-being is what we do.